Well, <clears throat> welcome to my first ever podcast. That previous thing you've heard was the trailer. So this basically, to summarise, is going to be me ranting, moaning and complaining about all the various things that have annoyed me. Either the past, present, now, or are probably going to. That, that's quite a big category, that, actually. But yeah, so, you're probably going to be offended, if so. Tough tits. You know, you chose to listen. That one's on you, so... Ha, really? Yeah, um... I think, I guess, I'd probably better chat about uh, this coronavirus bollocks. And what a real shame it is that it's not only solely affecting YouTubers. Because, you know, I don't think really anybody would give a rat's ass, would they? I mean, God damn... These people are the dregs of society. People moan about millennials. Some folks say I'm one of them. I'm a fuck. Forget it, nah. No. I'm not one of them. Too damn old. I'm over the hill and I'm like a lubed up penguin on Butter Mountain down the other side. So, nah, I'm too old for that crap. But these YouTubers, they just are the worst the way they talk. Everything has to be about their face. Give you a second there for the irony to kick in of me doing a podcast of me talking. Yeah. But yeah, so these YouTubers, and it's been, I've seen some today, the kids were watching some, and I, I just wanted to put my foot through the TV, the way they talk, and their camera work. It infuriates me. Like this, this way of talking that nobody in real life talks like. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> so, hey guys, we're here uh, recording a podcast. Uh, remember and hit like and subscribe. You know, oh, Jesus, just kill yourself. It's so infuriating that it's like they suddenly lose the ability to talk like a normal human being. And I think what annoys me the most is the ones that are streamers. They're streaming something, usually, them playing a game. And being really fucking annoying at it. Like, if you came across them when playing a game, it would ruin the game for you. Because they're just the worst, most irritating people. And they've always got a video with their wee face in the corner. Because you need to see their face. Newsflash, dickheads. Nobody wants to see your face. If we're watching your video, it's by accident. Or we're looking for a, a quick wee hint because you can't find the secret level on Doom. You know? You're trying to find one of the old maps and you can't find the switch. So you quickly do a Google. Their stupid page comes up and you're like, right, watch that. Four minutes of hit like and subscribe. Until you get to what you're looking for. You don't want to see their faces. Twitch. Twitch streaming. Mm Mm-hmm. Them and the YouTubers hand in hand. Looks a lot more like a I rant about YouTubers and coronavirus, but there you go, I suppose. The way my mind works. I saw this guy on YouTube the other day, and I was looking at him and I thought, mm-hmm, yeah, you're definitely Scandinavian. Isn't it weird that, how you can you can generally tell someone's nationality from their face? 
you often find that. Like, you could spot a German in the street. It's not a racist thing. They just have a look about them. You know? Much in the ways you can spot a Scottish woman. I say Scottish, I'm specifically referring to Glaswegian. You can always spot a couple of their nationalities. Samoan. That's another one. You can always spot a Samoan. Yeah, yeah, that was the guy anyway. He he was he was horrendous. And you know the pictures for their videos are them always looking like like someone's taking a photo the second either their parents were killed right in front of them. They've had a surprise birthday or they're killing their own cat and filming it. They've always got an expression on their face to try and reel you into the video. And and I just think, why can't you got coronavirus? Teaches a bloody lesson. Instead, it's all the OAPs that are getting it, or the older folk, or the ill folk. Which is really shitty. Like, if a disease was going to be a dick, it's coronavirus. What a dick. I mean, honestly. Attacking the vulnerable, the weak, and the elderly. The disabled, the poorly. What a dick move, you know? Be alright if it attacks politicians. Go for Boris Johnson. Give him a right good scene to coronavirus. Deal with him. That wouldn't I wouldn't be asked at all. In fact, any Tory or anyone that ever went to Eton ever. Get them. Not these OAPs. You can deal with them. Well not deal with them like they're a problem. Like I've got mice in the house. You know. I've got mice in the house, but you know, I'm dealing with it. There's OAPs still alive. Oh I'm dealing with it. Not like that. OP's generally okay. Unlike coronavirus, keeping everybody in the bloody house. I'll tell you what it has done, though. It has highlighted how many absolute dumb bastards we have in this country. It just makes little or no sense to me. You've got your two aspects of it. You get a cough, you get a fever, and in the rare cases where it can really do you in, you have trouble breathing. Shiting yourself isn't one of the symptoms. Yet the first thought everybody had was there's a disease everywhere, a pandemic, covering the globe. Everyone's thought was, oh, I'm going to need to do some shits and stocked up on all the bog roll. Closely followed by pasta. Go figure. If I was a psycho, you know, that's what these people are, stocking up on food, my first thought would be tinned food. you got your longevity with your tinned food. Bit of tuna. Beans. Even those beans with the sausages in that nobody would admit to liking, but you do. Everyone likes them. You're always happy if you find one of them in the back of the cupboard. Not the pasta. Must be awfully boring. Everybody's just eating pasta. That's all that's bloody left. Pasta, pasta, pasta. And then that stuff that looks like rice, but it's pasta. I saw that in the shelf the other day. The only thing in the whole pasta section. No sauce, no pasta, no nothing. Just this one bag of pasta disguising itself as rice. Sitting in the shelf looking at everybody like me walking by going, Is that pasta? 
So I go over and like, what the hell is this? Pick it up, take a look. That's pasta. Looks like rice. Nope. Put it back. I'm not even going to tell you the name because I didn't even look at the name because it wasn't worth my time. Six seconds later, another guy does the same thing. Lured over by the thought of it being some kind of ricey pasta combo. Uh-uh. Just looks like pasta with like more of a fanny on to cook. Left on the shelf there to antagonise everybody that wasn't stupid enough to buy 200 tonnes of pasta. Pasta's going to be the new cocaine. Meeting some shady guy down by some underpass under a road somewhere. You right there, Mick? You've uh, you got uh, 10 grams of that fusilli pasta. How much? Aye. 50? Aye. Cheer, but Now if you go, you're a bit fusilli. In a wee brown paper bag. That's what's happening. Was in Asda the other day. Not panic dying, just, you know, needing essentials. You know, I've got kids. Need to get the essentials in. I went at daft o'clock at night because oh, I hate people. I can't be bothered. So I went dead late at night hoping to be quiet, which it was. So I was kind of pretending myself, you know, that it was like an apocalypse. Didn't really require much pretending. But tomato sauce went off you quick. Unless you're, you're in a bottle of Heinz written on the front. But you know, it's an apocalypse. Not, I haven't won the lottery. You know, everyone's dropping like flies. I've not come into money. I'm spending £2.19 on a bloody bottle of Heinz. This is going to be a nightmare to get out of the bottle anyway. Bloody... Oh. And there goes my phone. Look at that. Look at that. There's professionalism for you. Yeah, crack that wee silent button. Aye, where was a tomato sauce? Aye. I always joke about it, eh? How you have to dick about with a knife and shake the bottle like a madman to get the sauce out. And like, oh, but we're not changing it though, no. We'll keep the glass bottles for those of you that like a challenge. Offer people like me to complain about. Who's that? There we go. There's the first moth of the year invading my invading my privacy and in, in my personal space. Welcome to the show. Today my guest is a moth who is about to make his demise. Flying about among the birthday cards on the mantle. Not long for this earth. Moths. Aye, sir. So as that was cleared out, hand soap, forget it, gone. You want to start washing your hands now? Tough. You're not going to be able to do it because apparently no, no person in the UK at the very least washed their hands up until everybody got this really bad version of the cold. Nobody. By the way, there's a bug going about. Jesus, I better start washing my hands. No. You should have been washing your goddamn hands anyway. How wrong with you people? Makes you think though that when you're on the bus, all these filthy buggers that don't wash their hands, that greasy fingers on the backs of the seats and on the button. I've been using my elbow to hit the button. So I have a manky elbow now. All these dirty buggers, you know, like scratch of the arse, presses the button. Thanks, driver. Yes, sick, sick people. 
and everyone's like, oh, I need to use the hand sanitizer. Where's the hand sanitizer? Jesus. Soap would do the trick. But there's none of that left, though, is there? Because everybody's suddenly washing their hands. Procter and Gamble and the like are like, well, shit, we were not making enough of that. Because we didn't realise people didn't wash the goddamn hands. Imagine the CEO of that company. He'd be fluffing up his pillow about now. Was it quarter to, quarter to ten? He'd be fluffing up his pillow, which is stuffed full of cash for the amount of money they've made. Charming. They all made a load. And the pasta. Ooh. The pasta and the Italians are going quick. Ooh. Ooh. Controversial. Who would have thought, though? Italy. It's got a population comparative to ours. It's actually slightly smaller. If you look it up, a couple of hundred thousand smaller. And there's more people died in Italy than have died in China. Or China, as Trump likes to say. I'll, I'll never get tired of hearing that dickhead say that. China. What an arsehole. But that's, uh, that's a scary thought when you've got the majority of people on Earth are Chinese. It's a gigantic country. Italy in population and land area is comparative to the UK. And they've had more deaths than China has. Now I will say this, something that's only came to my mind now, I'm very sure Italy does have a rather ageing population. Which might have played a large part in it, of course, with it being the older generations that are more affected. Hmm. Well, there's a wee nugget of info for you there anyway. Bloody coronavirus. I will say this, though. In a way... We're being entertained by the amount of memes kicking about. There's been a couple that have been like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, oh, God. You know, that level. And a couple of, <laughs> I'll show the lads that one. So that's been something. I'll tell you what has boiled my piss, though, is everybody putting on the positive posts. Not the people putting them on, but the posts themselves. You know, with this whole thing, oh, we're really going to miss hugging people and shaking their hands. Nah, no, we're not. He didn't like that anyway. I certainly didn't. Nothing worse than shaking someone's hand. I don't shake hands in the conventional businessman manner. You know, it's like a bro handshake, I suppose you would call it. Not that I miss it. It wasn't an integral part of my life. But shaking hands is a pain in the arse. I don't, I don't know what it's like for a woman, you know, not being one. At least last time I checked. But when you shake hands with a man, it's like, oh, here we go. Who's going to squeeze harder and try be the bigger man? You know, bullshit like that. And plus, I've got tiny hands, like comically tiny hands. Those of you that know me, which I'd imagine will be probably the only ones listening to this, if any of you, at all, who even know me well enough to know that. I've got tiny, tiny, baby little bitch tiny hands. Lost my train of thought, but... It's shit shaking hands when you get tiny hands. So I've never much enjoyed it. So I'm not going to miss that. You know, this missing contact with people. No. In a way, I feel partly responsible for coronavirus because I've been praying for a plague for years. Dwight Schrute from the American office. He got it right. The world needs a new plague. 
I'd ideally had one that didn't directly affect me, my family, or loved ones and friends, to be honest, but, you know, can't win them all. But it's just one of those things that we'll be able to talk about when we're older. I survived the coronavirus. <laughs> Fingers crossed, that's blind optimism. I might not have. He might be listening to this now going, this was the last podcast he ever made. And the first. Why would you be listening to that anyway? If I was dead? I'd be pissed though if that's what took me out. Like that's, you know, oh, I've choked. I've got high fever, I've choked a bit and now I'm dead. 35, well 34 right now, but you know. Technically nearly 35, looks about 42. That'd be a crap way to go. Like they said in Naked Gun, your parachute not opening, that's how to die. Saving someone's life, sacrificing your own to save someone's, that'd be a way to die. Not this coronavirus. Not because your government was so bloody useless at protecting the people that you die, you know. I was watching one of the live updates from Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Now, just in case there's any of you watching that aren't from the UK, nobody likes this guy. Nobody. Apart from the people who are currently dying of coronavirus. Well, the elderly, anyway. Honestly, five minutes of listening to that guy who cannot string a sentence together. Another wee fact for you, he has one of the lowest test result scores from anyone who's ever attended Eton. Prince Harry's was the worst. Harry, as he's now known, look that up. And you think, was he on the debate team? Because you think of somewhere like Eton, they would have had a debate team, because those, you know, those toffee-nosed buggers love that, don't they? And if they did, he must have been shite. Because he cannot talk for toffee. It's infuriating. He's a bumbling... Oh, he's a... Oh, everything about that guy boils my piss. He's, he's just infuriating. You can't, you can't talk like a normal person. There's no flow to his words. I'm trying to think a way to compare it. As if... Imagine you're on your bike, right? Now, this happened to me as a kid. It might happen to you. You're on your bike, but your bike's on its way out. You've had it a while. For a good few years, you're getting a bit big for it, and you're looking forward to Christmas to get a new bike. But you're still on this bike because you love your bike. And when you cycle, sometimes when you push forward with your, your right foot, the chain skips a little bit. It doesn't just turn; it skips a notch, so it doesn't fully turn round. That's what his speech is like when he's saying that sentence. Like here's me talking like this in my, you know, dulcet tones, insufferable unbearable voice of the mind. <clears throat> this weird suedo Scottish Geordie claptrap, which I think is coming out a little bit more Scottish than usual. I was watching a wee video clip of Alan McCoist before I started recording, so that brings it back a bit. But I, he'll talk like this. Now, I'm not going to do an impression. You've heard him talk. Look it up. It's awful. It is absolutely awful. I wait for them to transcribe it, wait for a newspaper to give me at least a wee breakdown of vaguely what he said, because I can't stand listening to the man. God. How many years of inbreeding created that? How many years? 
It's a rhetorical question. Must have been a lot. His mum and his sister might have been the same person, for all we know. Wouldn't bet. I would probably bet on it, actually. Oh, these people. Another swig of the bevy. No ale today, I've run out of that. So I'm drinking a fine wine. Pretending I am not lower class. This is awfully weird doing a podcast. I'll maybe look back on this in 10 years. Perhaps having done loads of podcasts. And think, wow. How budget was that, Marnie? Jesus. You're sitting in your arse in your sitting room. Talking to yourself. I used to ridicule people for talking to themselves. A friend of mine used to do it all the time and I used to rip the mints out of them. Yet here I am, doing very much the same thing. I know there'll be the odd wee listener out there who skipped forward to this bit, no doubt, because that's 21 minutes of this drivel. But I, just sitting, yapping, flapping my gums to myself. And in the back of my mind, there's that wee thought going, your voice is too squeaky. And when you hear your own voice, Christ, that can bring you to your knees in an instant, couldn't it? You're having a really good day, you're feeling pretty confident, then you phone someone and your voice echoes back to you. Ah! Ah! God. Drop to your knees, just your whole world's crumbling down, you can see the walls just crumbling around you. Your very existence just disintegrating around you. Everything you've ever, ever worked up to and lived for just falls to pieces at the sound of your own voice in a recording. So I'll probably never listen to this. I have definitely hit the record button, thank Christ. It's the kind of stupid stuff I would do. Technology, man. Honest to God, I've got no time for technology. I really don't. I hate the fact this is even a touchscreen phone. I want buttons. You know where you are with a button. That's the button pressed. Did I touch the screen there? You tell me. You wouldn't know, would you? Because you never heard a click. Or you never felt a... You would never know. Had a good Nokia. Metal one in Nokia. Whatever, whatever number it was. That was a good phone. Could do bugger all with it other than phone and text people. But that was a good phone. Not all of this rubbish. Nah. Oh, this has certainly gone off on a tangent, but there you go. There you certainly go. Something I was going to rant about, actually. Anna bloody Kendrick. Christ. Seriously, I would love to find the person that told her she could sing. The things I would do to that person. Honest to God. They'd make documentaries about it. Who told her she could sing? Screaming at the top of her lungs isn't singing. She must have gone to the same bloody, you know, singing school as Leona Lewis. You're just screaming like an arsehole. Can you not? Just stop it. A trailer for Trolls too. And I, the kids love it. You know, it's a good kids film. But if the parents have to watch that, they're not just screaming. She can't sing. I mean, I'm sure she's a lovely person. 
And I say that with a sarcastic tone that came out and intentionally to cover myself for being awful about the woman. You know, to wipe away a little bit of that guilt in case she is super lovely. She might be. She might be the nicest person on earth, but she can't sing. Much like Hitler. You know, undoubtedly the worst person ever to grace earth. There's a couple come close. He was a decent painter, but a shitty human being. Anna Kendrick might be a lovely person, but a shitty singer. You know what I mean? Just, your acting, by all accounts, is alright. I mean, I saw a good five minutes of that bloody singing film you were in. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Just, oh, God. Fuck, no. But as I say, she might be a lovely person. But she can't sing to save her life. If it came down to that and she's sitting there blindfolded, gun to her, come on, come on, Kendrick, give us a song of a pull the trigger. That bet. You'll be arranging the funeral, because she's not going to get with that. Not a damn thing she could do. Like me being in that instance and someone going, hey, John, 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 tap dance for me. You better believe I would get up there and I would flap my feet about all over. Clickety-clack, flappity-flap, all over the bloody place. And it'd look like someone hanging from Anus's feet are only just reaching the ground. It'd be awful. Flapping about in the last throes of his life, his feet just clapping about, clappity-clap-clap-clap-clap, trying to get a little bit of purchase to stop that vertebra getting pulled taut in his neck and the rope round, choking the very life out of him. That's what it would look like, and I get a bullet in the brains. Poof. Deed. That's what happened to Kendrick. I had to put this podcast, by the way, under the category of. Now wait for this. Listen if you can hear the sound of me blowing my own trumpet. Improv comedy. Is it fuck? It's me ranting, but there wasn't a category that went with it. So I thought I'll go with that, because I've had a few folks say that I should do a podcast over the years. You know, not like a, you should do a podcast, what a guy. Just like, <laughs> you should do a podcast, Christ. You know, that, you know that's not a big thing. Not an ego trip kind of thing, you know. Just folks saying that I should do one for a bit of a laugh, and I thought, oh, what the hell, I'll do it. So it'd be cool if some of you do find it funny, that'd be cool. It'd almost be cooler if he's were offended by it because I almost get a kick out of people being offended by stuff. Because it kind of teaches them a lesson for being simply soft about the world around them, you know? Of course, I don't intentionally try to be offensive, but I do enjoy it if someone's offended by it, especially if it's the truth, you know? You should see these hand gestures I'm pulling off here. Who do I think I am, honestly? But I, I do get a kick out of making people laugh and... And if they're offended by facts, not my personal opinions, but facts, you know. By the way, this isn't for anyone else but me, but if you enjoy it, cool. If not, cool as well, I suppose. I'm sorry you've wasted 27 minutes and 38 seconds of your valuable time, given there's not much left of it, the way the country's in. It's quite fascinating, though, when you think about it, that that's what it's come to. Everyone's quarantined. Quarantined.
quarantine. Oh, my voice went there, do you hear that? Quarantine. It is like something out of a horror film. When I came back for the shops, for Asda the other night, I'd gone out wearing my mask. One of these masks that goes around your neck, but you can pull it up over your face with a skull on it. The kind of thing I wear when I'm, you know, really in the firm, grim death grip of a midlife crisis. Still thinking of my kid. Put that on and went to, out to the shops. It was mainly for the weather though. Like it was windy as hell, pissing down with rain. And I just washed my beard, I didn't want it trashed, so I'd had that on. And then I've got my hood up. Get the shopping. Sneak back into the house. <laughs> sneak back into the house. Felt like I was sneaking back into the house with all the shopping. A normal amount of stuff, no panic buying from this man. No way. And it honestly felt like I was on some covert op, like I was in Dawn of the Dead or something, getting supplies and avoiding the zombies. Mental. Just crazy, I think that's what it's come to. But what's pissing me off the most now, and I've, I've stayed off Facebook for a while, because I hate it. I mean, I like it for keeping in touch with folk and sharing things folk might find funny, photos of the kids, seeing folks' families, and, you know, just sharing what you got up to in your daily life. But then you get the stuff like, I heard from my mate David, who's in the army, and whose sister's in the army, and who now summon in the armed forces, that they're bringing in the army to take control of the streets and shoot to kill anyone who's trying to purchase anything at the shops that isn't medicine. Shut up, you. Shut your filthy whore mouth. Right now. And then GPs, they're coming out of the woodwork. My name's David, I'm a GP. Everyone's called David. I'm a GP from somewhere this accent comes from. And here's what you need to know about the coronavirus. Shut the fuck up, David the GP from wherever you're from with that accent. These people are stupid because every one of them is telling you something different. And let's face facts here. Coronavirus, COVID-19, there's one strain of it, that's why it's called that. that every fucker's getting. They know about as much as we do. Because it's a new thing. So we know that this, the gist of it. Now I saw a thing the other day saying, day one, a mild cough. Day two, a worse cough. Day three, explosive diarrhea. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up a minute. Explosive diarrhea? That's a load of crap. Pardon the pun. That's that's not a symptom. But then one GP will say it is, and another one will say it's not. If you've had a dodgy Indian takeaway the night before, and you're shitting curd, you're shitting through the eye of a needle, doesn't mean you've got coronavirus. It means you've had a shitty Chinese. Who doesn't get a laugh after a, a or an Indian or a Chinese, any kind of takeaway, but let's face it, they are the main two. Or if, like me, you're allergic to milk and every derivative of, but you're a greedy bastard who likes a pizza, the same thing happens. That's not coronavirus. That's poor life choices. You know what I'm saying? Everyone thinking that they've got coronavirus. <coughs> coronavirus! It's March. The change in temperature causes it to be a common factor that a lot of people have a bug, the cold, etc. Or the kids are at school and that's our breeding ground. Our breeding ground for disease. 
which of course brings me right back to how well the government are doing and dealing with this and keeping the schools open until yesterday closing anywhere where 500 people or more can gather but keeping the schools open which on average have roughly I would imagine about 800 people in them from all different walks of life aye they can't get it but they could certainly carry it and all the staff if they're touching the surfaces these grubby wee kids have been touching picking their nose wiping it on the table picking away at the bum wiping it on the table teacher comes over leans on the table you're right there Michael do you need a hand with your maths coronavirus but they kept the schools open till yesterday nice work Bojo Boris Johnson oh honestly what a dickhead he is I try to keep the kids calm about it you know because you don't want to tell them everything's going to be fine but you don't want to terrify them so just saying hey when you're older you'll be able to tell your grandkids about this that you survived the plague you know Try to make light of it kind of thing. It's weird how you deal with it with telling the kids. You don't want them seeing the news. Something I've noticed in the news, by the way, I don't know... Well, you know... Being a Scotsman. I am half English, but, you know, born and raised in Scotland. I've lived in England for nearly 17 years now. Half my life. You find the way they write things in the paper is a bit funny. I say a bit funny, really annoying. Like, for example, if I want to find out the Scottish football results, you can't find that in a paper. They don't print it in the paper. If you want to know how the eighth tier of English football is doing, though, they'll have a double-page spread on that crap, but nothing about Scottish football. Anyway, I read in the paper, and several papers, in fact, the death toll rises to 11 people in England, one of whom was in Scotland. Hang on a minute, what the fuck? Why? What? You, what what's that all about? One of whom is in Scotland. Are we not all the UK? Albeit against a large part of Scotland's wishes. Why are you writing that for? Bloody journalists. Journalists, honest to God. You remember being a journalist meant you had to have some at least some you know level of education, like a decent IQ to know what you were doing. Some of the crap you see now. Someone the other day, they're starting a petition to stop insert push here. They're like, oh here we go. Right at the bottom. So far it's garnered ten signatures. And that was a news article. How's that bloody news? Scaremongering bullshit's what that is. I hate all that scaremongering bullshit. Again, going back to the, all the stuff over Facebook. They're actually preparing a nuclear warhead to drop in London if this gets out of control. Well, I'm sure we'd all be pretty thankful for that. If you've ever met a Londoner, you would agree with me. <sighs> I was going to say no offence to any Londoners listening. But, you know, you've probably met Londoners yourself. You know, I'm speaking from experience, I've met a lot of Cockneys, and every single one of them was a dick. Every one of them. Some I see on a daily basis, and I'm like, you're a dick. You know, 
obviously for every dickhead there's a nice person but I've been misfortunate enough to meet all the dickheads probably karma to be fair probably karma for all my bitching and moaning that I have to deal with all the dickhead cockneys because you get nice cockneys Martin McCutcheon was one back in the day back in the day Tiffany that was a character I think but anyway Aye. It's all shit like that that you're seeing all over Facebook, everyone panicking. Well, do you know what I've heard? No, I don't know what you've heard, and I don't care to hear what you've heard either. So if you could just close your mouth, uh, turn around and bugger off, proverbially, because I'm reading it on Facebook. Metaphorically, rather, actually is what I meant. Mm-hmm. God, it's just, it's just a pain. We live in a, like this age where there's, there's so little facts going about. It's all just hearsay and pish. And that, that's that infuriating thing. Is that you want to deal with facts, factual information. And you can't even listen to fucking Boris Johnson. Yesterday they're saying we're going to be treating... And watch his, watch his live show for yesterday, right? His live show. His live broadcast. He said they're testing 25,000 people a day for coronavirus. And then today he said we're aiming for 25,000 people a day for coronavirus. And that they're only testing 1,000 at the minute. Do you know what a small percentage of the population that is? It's 0.00001 they're testing. Uh, roughly. And he's telling us it's 25,000. Don't even get me started in his maths about how many nurses we'll have. 60,000 more nurses, or whatever it was. But we've already got 45, so you're only really getting another 15. But no, that's 60,000 more in his eyes. A bullshit artist, if ever there was one. Because he puts on that act, that bumbling fool act, and if you watch it, look up video clips, anything on YouTube, wherever, look it up, and you'll see what he does. Someone will get him with something. I'll ask him a question, and you're like, right you, got you, bastard, got you. And he quickly starts with his bumbling idiot persona and everyone's like, oh, what's he like? Man, you fuck it. Oh, oh man. Boris, oh, jeez. And they just forget the question of what they were looking for or what this dickhead's done. They forget. Because he's a tomfoolery and buffoonery. He's upgraded buffoon from, like, low level, like a low tier insult to... It describes him so well, it's up there with prick and the sea bomb. You know what I'm saying? It's up there. He's a buffoon. Ugh, venom, buffoon. And he gets away with it. But if you've ever seen him in the European Parliament, they can't be arsed with that because they don't fall for that kind of stuff. He's going, he's... And you can just see, like, the, all the different presents and Merkel's just there, like... Oh. She's wanting to just go over there and just tear into him herself. And you can't blame them. You know, who'd have thought we'd be living in a time where it's like, you know what, David Cameron was actually bearable. I mean, he was an arsehole of the highest order, but I think he was better than Boris Bloody Johnson. Not that there's never, let's face it, there's never going to be a, a Prime Minister you like. Unless you're the Canadian Prime Minister. If you've seen him, he seems like a fairly likeable guy. He seems like an alright dude. But there's not many presidents you're like, oh, they seem alright. Don't even get me started on Trump. That'll be another podcast altogether, because goddamn, I could go all day about that twat. 
if there's any Americans listening, the whole world thinks your country is stupid. Everyone does. And it's because of him. That guy. God. God, man. There goes my voice again. I'm sitting at a funny angle. You know when you feel like your throat's seasonal? Another sip of the wine. It's nice, that, by the way. Very nice. Suppose that's probably going to round up my first podcast, I think. For now. I think I've let out some of the aggression there, some of the rage. It's also brought up a lot of aggression and rage, so I'll save that for the next podcast, because it'll always be there. Slowly eating me away until death. But you never know. It's good to let it out. So if anyone's been listening to this, thank you. Sorry. You know, there's not some big, hey, at the end, you know, this. That's not going to happen. Just the inner workings of a man slowly unravelling into insanity as he's thundering towards 40. An old, angry, albeit incredibly sexy man. (laughs) I could hear all the tuts. I could hear you all tutting. I could hear, oh, fuck's sake. That it was worth it. It was worth it to get that reaction out of you. So, yeah, this will be, from what I gather, going on Spotify. Apparently, I get to edit it a little bit after. Not like one of these radio DJs, you know, where it's boing, boom, tsh, wah, wah, or any of that crap. <laughs> Saying that, though, that would be kind of cool, actually. But, nah, I'll not bother with that. See what this editing's all about, and then I'll get this online, and you can listen till your heart's content. Maybe if you're having trouble sleeping, stick it on and let my my delicious voice lull you to sleep. Ah! Aye. Just in case you were getting the sleep there. Well, anyway, that'll be me signing out for now, and I'll listen back to this kill myself resurrect myself and then post it online so there we go hope that was alright for everybody and I mean me because that's who I'm making this for good night